some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. That's rad. It's the Process Podcast, episode 30. 30. 30. Man, that's a big number. It's not that big, but I mean, yeah, relative, it's quite, relative it's to one, I'd say it's pretty big. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. relative to I mean, one. You yeah, can that. you cannot argue that it is well, thirty no, yeah. times bigger than the number one. <laughs> yeah, don't you quite, dare try to argue that. Quite literally, yeah. Cars. Cars. You're a car. You're a car junkie. There's quite. no ifs, ands, or buts about that. No. Um. I hinted to it a little bit in Snapchat over the weekend, but I didn't want to put too much on it in case I wasn't, or in case I had watched some of the stuff and was like, yeah, I couldn't really be bothered. I'm just going to forget about it. Mm. But I watched a video or some videos over the weekend as I was trying to fall asleep as you, that's like my prime YouTube spot is like curled up in my bed, you know, Mm, really, really lonely sounding. I, I do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. We can we should do that together. Sometime. I was just about to say I, there's <laughs> there's a solution I'm thinking about, and it just cuddled real hardcore. If you're lonely, okay. cuddled watching YouTube in bed, and I'm doing it. Then like, why don't we just do it together? Yes, obviously. Please. It's the... Okay, so I was watching watching videos. Of this guy, Frank Stevenson, just going off of Wikipedia here because we're all about the facts. Was born October third. So recentish birthday, right. 1959. He's an automobile, an American automobile designer, widely known for his design work at BMW, Mini, Ferrari, Maserati, Fiat, Lancia, Alfa Romeo, and McLaren, just to name a few. Classically, he went to Art Center, and he's got a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, okay, this guy's obviously been around the block, seems to know a fair bit. And I've noticed there's not a lot of content on YouTube that surrounds automotive design in regards to the thinking, right? Or the conceptual thinking, the conceptual mode of thinking. Behind behind the know? design, yeah. Behind the design. Like there's a lot of videos of people doing a sketch. There's a lot of videos of people um, like producing clay cars in a like in an automotive studio. Like there's the classic Porsche one that's like forty minutes long. The one with the design, the new generation nine eleven, the nine nine two. Yeah, and they detail yeah. they detail everything. Yeah. But there's no explanation for your design decisions or for their design decisions ultimately, right? Mm-hmm. And then one thing that caught my attention right off the bat with this uh Stevenson guy was like one of the first videos that I came across of him was like why or how I designed the McLaren P1. I'm like, oh, I have no idea what that means. I have no idea what the P1 means. So I did a little Google. I was like, all right, that's fair enough. It's a decently respectably designed car. It's it's awesome. Like, okay, I'll watch the video. And he like he explains why. Obviously, it's a supercar, so you need air vents, downforce, all this science mm-hmm. stuff. But the way that he designed, he's like. We want, like, it's made an analogy of a cheetah, right? Something going at super high speeds like this vehicle will, and a cheetah does. 
He was like, there's no excess material on the animal. It's all muscle and it's, it's very like pure, raw and organic. So it's like we did this, we transferred the same thinking into the vehicle, right? And that's one thing that interests me as someone who didn't take the automotive design stream in school. I went to the product side and then now looking back at it, wish that I had, wish that I had, wish that I had gotten more into that way of thinking mm. just for my own benefit. So my hope is that by listening and watching these things, I can pick up on the subtleties and the way of thinking, like the process behind the design in a way and transfer that into my own creative abilities. We were chatting about this just before we, um, we started cause we were looking at the cars he designed Mm-hmm. Uh, to name this seems to be the ones that um, he has designed explicitly is the mini hatch the Maserati MC12 Ferrari F430 the Fiat 500 the McLaren MP4-12C the McLaren P1 and the McLaren 570S and I made the comment that I enjoy the design of the MP4-12C more than the P1, to which you went, what? Yeah. So break that down. Break that well, down. Well, no, I was interested of why. In, in it, like, from, it's kind of interesting asking mm-hmm. you because you're not as much as a car guy. Yeah, not not at all. Like, um, not even remotely close. It's it's interesting hearing your point of view. What, what, why you think you like that design more than the than the P one? I, for now, the I the MP four is really cool. It it's is. still, even though it's pretty old now, technically, even the P one is considered kind of old now. But when did when was the P one? I want to say twenty. Well, it came out. I want to say. 2014 if not a little if Whoa. not a little earlier and then the mp4 would have been a few years before that probably 2010 ish maybe mm. i don't know Whoa. Uh, or 2011 i don't know somewhere around there but man i was in actually maybe even before i don't know um don't know exactly the years on that but um i like they're both both absolutely amazing designed obviously mm-hmm. by someone who knows what they're doing I still like the P1 a lot better, personally. Um, okay. So I'm interested to hear your reasoning of why you like the MP4 more than the uh, the P1. I personally enjoy the aesthetic of the MP4 over the P1 for its simplicity. Right. right? I do like... No one cares what you like. Like I I appreciate the aesthetic qualities of the P1 from a sculptural aspect, right? Especially on the side, there's these really dy- like it, I don't even know how you describe it. It's like an overlapping, looks almost like a fold in like fabric almost, and it's made out or of sheet like metal, muscle tissue. Yeah, yeah, like muscle tissue. Yeah. And then there's this even overarching thing that cuts away, and there's this even smaller one that looks like like tendons mm-hmm. and stuff. And I like, I, I can appreciate that. 
However, on the MP4 in that same body area, it's a bit more of a simple like teardrop shaped cutout that just melds seamless. There's a good word. Meld, meld melds seamlessly with the side of the vehicle. And that's just something that I, in, I gravitate more towards from a design point of view and from like a styling point of view. Hmm. That's just, that's more, that that's my reason behind it is the simplicity of the geometry. Yeah. More than anything. Interesting. All right. No, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair, actually. That's, I guess. And that's not to say that I don't appreciate the P1 because I do from a sculptural aesthetic. However, if I were to own, if I was in a position where I could pick which car I would have as my, as, as a vehicle in my driveway, I would pick the MP4 because I just, I enjoy looking at it more. Mm. Right. I haven't seen the interior of it though. So I can't make a fully conscious judgment. The interior, same with the P1. I think it matches the, the aesthetic quite well. It's very simple. Yeah. Very minimal. And that's, that's just something that I personally like. No one cares what you like. Interesting. I would. Good words of of Odin. I would definitely have the P1. 100%. That thing's, oh my God. I get giddy when I see it. Like it's just, it just. Really? Like the way, I guess I'll go back to reference Top Gear a little bit here. All right. Nerd out. (laughs) On Top Gear, when they're, when that MP4 first came out and they were driving it, the car that Mm -hmm. was like the go-to best supercar in every possible way to buy before that was the Ferrari 458. Mm -hmm. Like, undoubtedly, like all the guys on Top Gear loved it. It was perfect, right? And then the McLaren comes out and they're they're Mm -hmm. testing it. And they're like, on paper, performance-wise, it seems better than the Ferrari. And then they're driving it and they're like, oh my God, it's faster. You know, it's quicker, it's yeah. faster, it handles better, it's more precise. Like, and McLaren's always known as like the nerdy manufacturer. <laughs> like, they're always yeah. like very, very precise, right? It's very engineering focused. Um, but the one thing they always said about it was that the Ferrari has like emotion, it has a character, which like all Ferraris yeah. do, even the ones that are like terribly unreliable, it has its own character right mm-hmm. the mclaren i remember jeremy clarkson using the word like clinical that's the vibe i get from the mp4 and that's what i appreciate right. like it's very like Me, yeah like it's you know, distinctive it's, it's very like he said like clinical it's like it's it's measured yeah. it's accurate it's it's engineering focused it's efficient it's you know it's but when it comes to like i guess driving the car or like the emotion you get from it less so mm-hmm. the p1 <laughs> which yeah. is no is like a notoriously like you, if you want to drive it fast you kind of you got to know what you're doing type thing oh, okay when Why when when jeremy clarkson first drove that on top gear i mean he was driving in the wet as well and he he, he called it the widow maker it was oh, that geez. was the vibe it was like because it's Rear wheel drive, tons of power, very lightweight. Really, the only like weight in the car is the mm-hmm. down is from downforce, really, because the car itself weighs oh, man, 
1200 something kilos maybe less i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna confirm that for you it's it's either we're talking the p yeah it's either 1100 something 1200 something or just over 13 i can't remember maybe it's 13 something actually it weighs maybe not i don't even remember anymore i used to know Uh, all these facts i'm slacking i'm sorry where did it go this would be curb weight i guess yeah 1,547 kilograms, which equates really? to 3,411 pounds. Oh. I thought it was lighter than that. All right. Well, whatever. Anyways, it's the not MP4 a lot of weight. lighter than that. Yeah. Well, the P1's a hybrid, though, so it's got battery and stuff like that. Stop making excuses. Um, it's a lot faster, though. Uh, but it's also a lot more Zoom. terrifying. Every every video you yeah. see of people driving it, it's like terrifying. Like, it's, like it's a, you got to manage it kind of thing. Um, but it's got like that character to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's why I've, I've always liked, just got that, like you look at it and again, yes, like you said, sculptural is definitely a word that comes to mind. There's something yeah, that just looks time. about it. That's just like, it just looks intimidating in a way, but in a cool way. It does. Like, it just, it looks, it, it looks cool mean, way. you know, did, um, in that video, did you ever talk about being like inspired by sharks not specifically in this video, but I'm I'm on his Wikipedia page still because facts. Yeah. And there's a quote from him that says his stated goal is to find the principles in nature that make organisms successful in their environment. Right. Like referencing the cheetah. There's no there's no fat on a yeah. cheetah. It's a lean, mean right. racing. It's because I was I remember when when the car is more new on the McLaren mm-hmm. website. They had like a whole page dedicated and they had a design section and they had a little video, which I guess oh, I didn't really? know Frank Sievers at the time, but it's probably him talking about it because he's the lead designer. So mm-hmm. it would have been him. Swordfish. Yeah. So, or and he's fish. at like his desk and he's got little like a- a- animal toys and he had like yeah. a cheetah or something like that. And then he had like a shark and he had some different fish and stuff like that around his desk and some yeah. other older McLarens and stuff like that. So. But you see that the front of it looks very like fish like. It the, it's it kind does. of got that face to it. And it, he, he was talking in this video about like the design of the um the the window or the mirrors on the side. Yeah. And how they were getting like a lot of air disturbance around it based off the column that was coming off of the mm-hmm. car. So they put these like design features on it which mimicked the physical muscles at the end of the tail on a sailfish. Right. How it would like just disperse the, um, or reduce the drag ultimately and reduce like water disturbance. That's cool. Increase the hydrodynamic ability. So, and then they took that and they applied it straight to that thing. Nature rules, man. Nature is cool. That's pretty sick. That's I got to watch that. And I think that like, that's the type of biomimicry type Mm. research aesthetic stuff that was attempted to be introduced like there was an attempt to introduce that in school but i don't think it was ever explained properly not properly but explained in a way that clicked with people more specifically in the automotive class because it not that it's harder to apply that to a product it's perfectly able to apply it to a product but that was not the focus of any of the product studios at all yeah it was However, yeah. that's like, that's the thinking, you know, mm-hmm. that's the thinking that like I'm after. I'm like, I want to grab that. I want to just reach yeah. out, grab it. And like, 
it's it it's very difficult because it's easy to go like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be inspired by a bird, and then you just make the car look like a bird with wheels. Or you, yeah, and then it looks, looks You put a face on it, and it looks like cheesy. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Yeah, that's cool, though, when you see stuff like that. You're like, huh? Yeah. Well, it worked. So I'm going to take a big deep dive on this guy's uh, I'm, YouTube I'm going to have to do the same, just, too. And there was a, here's an interesting one from Mazda. Right. Um, I think it was designing one of the, the SUV or the CUVs that they have. And it was this process, like this video of this guy going from like a clay. It wasn't quite a speed form, but it was a more of a vehicle. It was a split between a speed form and like a car, mm-hmm. right? Some kind of a 50% meeting in the middle thing. And he's sculpting it, like figuring out how the side panel works. And I can't remember the name of it now, like what the actual model was. Um, I'll see if I can pull it up in my YouTube history here. Um, but the the C, oh the Mazda CX thirty, yeah. Um, which has that distinctive like way that it treats the side panel. And I was watching that, and I'm like watching him carve the stuff out of clay, and then put that silver or like the foil wrap yeah, like the, yeah. on it whatever it's yeah. called and then they go in and they start producing like a an actual car model and then like a full-size car model the entire video was just awesome mm. got me real and got me real inspired and real into it that's like so i went to bed it's like in that that porsche one and they're like putting like yeah, the same like, thing like the like the fake stitching in the clay model of the seat and you're like oh my yeah. god like it's like wow like that's some detail i'm like when they had like the model of the rear the tail light and it just slots mm-hmm. in oh, oh it's so precise god. perfect the cool just, thing it fits seamlessly cool thing i like about that video too is like there's the section where there's like a separate design team just figuring out like the steering wheel and like the dash and like the gauges and stuff like yeah. that and they're figuring out like how they want it to look and the steering wheel itself and like the paddles and everything. You're like, man, that's so sick. Every man. little thing, you know, it's crazy to think about like all the different elements and like the different design teams yeah. that all pitch in to create this monster product. Yeah. And I, f- I do feel like it's the same, even with like, I'm sure with, with the iPhones, right? There's a team of people working on that. Yeah. Surely. Has no, there's definitely like different facets and components. Yeah, because you definitely have like a UI UX, and you'd have like a physical product designer. Then you'd mm-hmm. have someone more closer manufacturing. Then obviously you have your engineers, and yeah, it's so, yeah, it's gotta. I be. feel like it's just harder to grasp the team aspect of something like a cell phone design, or say even like a mouse, right? Like take the Logitech mouse design. Like the MX Master, the real ergonomic, fancy-looking mm. ones. You would think that since it's such a small object, most of it is directed by like one, two, maybe three people. But like I'm sure there's a t- there's a there's a slew of people working on a project like it that. Could be like even but... like color color material finish, like the CMF that goes into it. Yeah. Like the even model making. That's one thing that you can find pretty easily online. Is like the foam pictures of the foam models of the MX right. master mouse sketch models. Stuff like that. Yeah. Like carving it out of foam and then getting it CNC out of something. And then like a 3d printed mm-hmm. thing, which is cool to that see. That would be super cool. 
and like the smaller car manufacturers if you because yeah. you probably you'd be working on more like you know what i mean yeah like, as opposed to like one fast like, like, Vol- like yeah if you're at like volkswagen yeah you could be as specific as like the door handle or the uh, like a certain like a certain piece of the dash or something like that um mm-hmm. and you have all these different teams but if you're like koenigsegg pagani even ferrari probably has a big team mclaren actually i think is smaller oh, is I, it? it's not big like overall it's not big but yeah the team i don't think but um that would be cool because you have more to do i think like you, you'd have more like influence yeah, more across all the different you know it's usually like whenever i see like videos like koenigsegg it's like it, it seems like it's like a handful of people that actually design or like like two yeah. or three like doing every like the design of everything it's crazy that's sweet. that's like that's a proper school school project type vibe. Yeah, you, know, you yeah. get a group of maybe three four people together, and then that's your that's your design team. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be. Oh I wonder what what it would have taken for us to do that, or for us to have that done in school, is if we had a group automotive design project. Bigger bigger that, class. Was that ever a thing? No, we'd have a bigger yeah, class. Yeah, much bigger like, class. Yeah, that, I think, I think that's why. To be honest, it's just is is just not enough people. If we had a bigger class, people know about it. If we had a big enough class, then like, I think doing something like that could have been really fun, anyways. Because you'd be able to like, you know, times three people be able to work on it. You know, you have a lot mm-hmm. more. The clay ideas. model would get done. The clay model would get done a lot more, but but it'd be cool because you could almost like kind of delegate like you would in a studio you could have someone doing more of the sketches than doing someone more of the renders and then someone doing the clay mod like yeah. more of whatever they're better at like yeah because ultimately like you, there's different strengths right? yeah like i like thinking about in in auto like if it was like me seven matt it'd have been yeah. like all right matt you're doing most of the clay model you can be you can sit in that yeah. corner and you can do it right and then it was like yeah. me and seb is like all right, do you know what? I'm gonna probably come up with the idea. Like, yeah, we're all gonna have ideas, yeah. but like, I might be able to come up with an idea, and then we can both sketch you can it. Drive the concept. You can render it or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. It'd be cool to split it up like that. That would be kind of cool because mm-hmm. you could do something. Um, you could definitely bite off more. Right, you could come oh, up with a time. You know, further develop something, and mm-hmm. that would be pretty sweet. I think. That would be really sweet. I thought about doing like a speed form, speed form project. I started, I started sketching one out at the very beginning. When was that? Middle of June. Crazy. Middle of June. <laughs> I sent, I sent an email to Bruce too. I was like, Hey Bruce, I'm thinking of, um, like I, I have some of the leftover clay cause all the guys left it in my locker. So I took it because it's my responsibility. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I'm thinking about just diversifying my portfolio a bit. So I'd love to do like a speed form project or something. Do you have any tips or advice for me? And like, thanks. Um, and he got back to me pretty quickly, actually, as he does. And he finishes his emails off with cheers dash B. <laughs> I was like, That's oh, awesome. you're so cute. Um, he was like, yeah, sure. Like just like talked about setting up a buck properly and purport like how much clay to put on and the applications of the different tools which i then took from you which i still have and still have yet to use put lots of clay on please (laughs) 
one yeah. of the main things I but learned that's... is like when you put when you think you have a good amount on, put like mm-hmm. two times more. more on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I thought like I was so intent on doing a speed form. And then life was like, no, we're going to take you in this direction. So I went in that direction. Didn't go very far. And then now I'm here. Yeah. And I haven't done a speed form. Oh, well. But it's, some, it's something that I would like to do. Be kind of cool. Especially for the portfolio. Especially for the portfolio. But I think to do that, not that there needs to, not that one needs to happen before the other. But I think the sketching and the understanding of form in a sketching element needs to happen before I can translate that into a speed form. Cause even the sketches that I did, I did like five, six, seven, eight pages of speed form sketches. It was a speed form sketched in the way that a product would be sketched, you know, like consistent perspective, super accurate line weight projection, that kind of yeah. thing. Which ultimately just, it's not that it doesn't work or it doesn't, it, it doesn't suit the application, right? Right. Of a speed form or even a car. Right. Especially if I'm trying to use that as a selling point to say, work in something more conceptual as opposed to doing CAD and making quotes like I am now. Yeah. I got to, I, I also want to do it just to push myself creatively, right? Yeah. You know? can do it together. Let's do speed form day. That's what I want. Clay. I got to get a fucking house together and just do fucking speed forms. That'd be a lot of fun. I'd be down to do How that. much clay does one speed form take? Like a buck? A buck and Depend- a half maybe? Yeah, yeah. For If it's like a... Like if it's maybe between like 10 and 20 inches between there. Like, yeah. It, That's a big difference. Well, yeah, but again, it depends like... If you're ma- usually if you're making it speedy it's dimensions. like not like Long yeah like it's not like super thick like it depends how big the you know the, the shape this of the speed true. form but it doesn't take much like no uh, it, it wouldn't and there is still a full box that we don't have to give back to everybody else well because i got my box which is still pretty much full i yeah. didn't use much of mine i have seb's box and i still have matt's box actually well, actually, no. And then there was a full. Yeah. And there was a full. That full box. one is the one that was split between me and Matt, but I never even touched it because I didn't even finish mine, and I don't think he even grabbed no, it. So we've got like that full box. That is ours. That is ours, ours, and the rest of mine, which is I think at least half. Yeah, there I think is it's, a I think it's like half actually. Yours. I think I only I went through two two layers of it. So yeah, we got like a box and a half mm. probably. So yeah, we we could do a whole another car like fourth scale car if we wanted to. There's a lot there. I'd love, dude. I would love to do a car. Or do something like do that, like a like a race car, supercar, something yeah, really sick, something real gnarly. Yeah, that's what I'd like to do. Ultimately, that's what I'd I mean, like to do. But I'm down. We can do that. I'd like to push my. I'd like to push the. My understanding of the form. And like the automotive design aspect of form first yeah. before jumping into that. But like, oh, can you imagine that? Like if we have had our own place, we had like a little clay desk set up. That'd be cool. 
we'll just find this old table from like value village or something like real mm-hmm. cheap just bring it back and set it up in the in the living room or something that's like our clay room oh, yeah. <gasps> that'd be sick i think i think doing a little bit of 3d though will help the sketching because sometimes he like because mm. bruce always says to us he's like if you're having trouble sketching like say like some form on the side of the car or the front of the car or something that's like a really complex curve or whatever like uh carve yeah. out of foam like real quick okay. do it in 3d and then so you can like better understand it right because then if you actually have like hmm. it in 3d you can kind of look at it and be like oh okay like that's the shape i yeah. want and then you can look at it or like understand how to sketch yeah it. and i think even ken said it to me as well if you had like a cad model like do a quick cad like a real quick like if you're just talking about yeah. a certain curve like all you have to do is a certain curve and cat and like render it so you can figure mm. out like the reflections the and plays. how the light plays yeah oh true i remember i'm pretty sure he i'm That's pretty sweet. sure he said that to me at one point as well if i wanted to seems like it would make sense he knows everything so do you he does do you remember Oh, dude, this was the day when we walked to school and we left our street and there's two mounted police on officers. The horse. <laughs> on the horses, riding yeah. Riding on horses. And we, we we got to school that day after following the horses. And right. I think you were doing like contours on the side of, of your thesis CAD. This is when we were still doing thesis CAD. Right. Um, this may have been the day after we got like 12 burgers at the Burger Boy restaurant with Sean. Possibly. I can't fully remember. I'll have to check my Snapchat memories because I took a picture of the of the horses. But we were, t- um, you showed me a picture of the uh, is it the Polestar Precept that has that real geometric cutout side body panel that's like kind of trapezoidal but not at the same it, time. It must have been. It's either the Precept or the Polestar Two has that style. Something I don't even know if the Precept um, was out then. Maybe I've com- completely lost track of time. I don't know when they unveiled yeah, that. Everything's been condensed. I don't know. I think I think around that time because Geneva was supposed to be March. The auto show. Yeah. Maybe. But I think they showed that after. It might have been that that Rashid Tagarov's Polestar concept, the CAD model of that. Oh, it totally, no, it totally was. Because totally that was like that where like from the side, it was like a trapezoid, like a really low, shallow trapezoid. But then yep. from the angle, like it, it curves in and it kind of comes back out a little bit. Exa- that's exactly. Yeah, that exactly was it then, I think. About. Yeah. And then we thought, how, how do or we make that like in that. CAD? Like, how, yeah. how, would, how would we figure that out? And then we kind of yeah no we were like sitting there and i'm on cat i'm like i have no idea how to make that and then i accidentally did it in like a minute and i was like actually i it's think i just way, did it, it? <laughs> i remember that you're like man i have no idea how this works and i'm like well sounds like a you problem just <laughs> hacking away at my computer and then you i did it i found it well it's because i was like well technically it's kind of like this shape and then maybe i can just like extrude cut this with this like or loft yeah. cut it at this angle or sweep cut it at this angle and then it worked and i was like oh yeah that actually worked better than i thought it would <laughs> yeah and that's like that's probably similar to what ken was saying right yeah like, make that and, that and that's one thing that i like I, I know for a fact that i struggle with is like how the hell am i going to understand like a reflection on something that i can't actually see I mean, it's 
it's hard that's right. one thing i've kind of like i've seen some car sketches you'll see like you might some people might see like oh it looks like random like lines or shapes that they have on the car but it's like them drawing that's how them drawing like kind of like real simplified like reflection spots which is like yeah like zebra stripes yeah like <laughs> like the zebra lines and <laughs> i mean not even that but like you'll sometimes see sh- certain shapes or they might even shade it a bit and it's like just like reflection or shadow stuff yeah. and like bruce would always do that to us it's like or say that to us is like if we're playing on rendering it was like uh you know like kind of plan out like where the reflections are going it can kind of yeah, ha- treat it like a paint by yeah numbers. it kind of sometimes can help with sketch make it look a little more real or a little more going on when there isn't like that false detail kind of thing totally. that illusion of detail thing where you just it's like oh it's a reflection yeah. like oh i see and it's like all it is is some I little see. like blob type shape and you're like got you yeah but um like that right like i've i've seen that a lot in sketches so i try to do that in mine i guess naturally mm. you start picking up a little bit but yeah, it's it's uh it. it's kind of difficult with those shapes i mean i still, that, still like, struggle with it i but again that's what bruce was same thing with the cad but he was like just doing foam if you have a piece of foam just like carve mm. it real quick and and you're physically making the shape so subconsciously yeah. you're you're learning to understand it more right? yeah that or like he was like even if like you have to cat it he was like if you carve yeah. it then you can kind of figure out how you'd cat it you got a point there yeah you're like oh if i have to like sweep cut this like what shape do i have to like make to cut out of this chunk and then but if you like cut it out mm-hmm. of the foam you're like oh well i'll just try and do that but in cat that's yeah. like oh that's a God, good way of thinking too, right? Yeah. Man, it's it's almost like they know what they're it's doing. It's almost like they've extent. been doing it for as long as we've been alive. <laughs> it's almost like they're literal professionals. Yeah, crazy. Almost. But on but on that paint by numbers thing, I I remember Bruce talking about that, like treat it as a paint by numbers when it comes to rendering. Um and I think that's one thing that I used to tell the first years too, because right before school shut down, we we're learning like or I was acting as the tutor, like the in-class teaching assistant for um, the visual communications class with Catherine. Yeah. And we would, uh, we had like just started color rendering and like doing dynamic forms. And then a bunch of the kids were like over baking the whole rendering idea of either having a too clear of a definition between a shadow and a highlight when there didn't need to be one it needed to be more of a gradual fade mm-hmm or the lighting just didn't make sense there was dark on one side and light on the other and then the 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 consistency wasn't translated across the sketch which is obviously important um so i remember telling a few students um saying just like just before you start like write down if you have three values you have your your light your midtones and your darks just like lightly sketch it out like in very thin pencil on the sketch where those shades are going to go yeah and then think about it like is that going to make sense if my light source is coming from say the left side is that going to make sense if that gets translated across the entire sketch it's like sometimes it does but most of the times you do that and then you realize oh no i've put something in the wrong place yeah and then you can kind of step back take that back and shift stuff around it's good to take your time at it Mm -hmm ultimately is what yeah is what i've learned and i think that's what needs to happen with or in my case what needs to happen with the whole automotive sketching and the conceptual style of sketching is just take my time with it 
not rush it and just let it let it progress organically dog views i think dog views i'll get into some dog, dog views. views i think this this weekend this weekend i'm going to end up going to staples probably and uh printing out the the stuff mm-hmm. just get pay like 10 bucks or whatever it is yeah and speaking of the weekend my drone did not arrive this past oh, weekend true. unfortunately it has been delayed mm-hmm. probably of course until this coming weekend or monday Yikes. I have a feeling it was due to the extreme over purchase of purchasing of the drone because I bought it on like Prime Day, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling that they did not expect the amount of people to buy said drone, as the amount of people that actually did buy the drone. So therefore, as opposed to next day shipping, it has become potentially two week shipping, Damn. which is not the end of the world. I'm not complaining. Oh well, oh well. I have a drone on the yeah. way. Who am I to complain? Exactly. It's the good news. Who cares? It's a first world problem to have. My drone was delayed. It's like, sorry, I couldn't get there. My drone was stuck in traffic. Just wait until the days when your drone's being delivered by a drone. It'd be a bit ironic, wouldn't it? That's how we know we've made it. When our drones are delivering other drones. Yeah, kind of. It's going to be scary time. It's like there's drones flying around. Dude, I'm saying, though, we got, like, I cannot wait to have an in-person sketching sesh for cars. Oh, man. It'd be so good. We got to do, like, awesome. a sketching session with Sean when we when we get him get on the him show. Get him drawing cars. Oh, my God. Oh, cars for everyone. Dude, he's got such, like, a... He has a very distinct style, like, heavy line weight. Not even chunky forms, but well-solidified. Yeah. Aesthetically and visually. I think that if he were to do a car, he'd knock I it remember out of the seeing him do a little like ambulance doodle at one point. Yeah. And it looked an sweet. And I was like, see, you can draw a car. So draw cars. Yeah. <laughs> Please. It looked gnarly. I, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. That was for like a. I think that was for a studio project. Mm. I think, anyways. It's so, going way back. I remember doing my little interpretation of an ambulance. Had, what did that had look bigger like? wheels. <laughs> it had bigger it had wheels. wheels, you know. It was stands. It was it no, nice it, it did. It had. It. it was stands. It probably had some sort of like roof-mounted wing on it. It's pretty sick, you know. That'd be intense. Yeah. Lots of downforce on that thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's an ambulance. Not very, you, need, not very, you need downforce. On. Not very aerodynamic for a vehicle that needs to go fast and. No, but you also need space. You're kind of restricted by how yeah, much room you need, enough. right? For equipment and yeah i guess you got a point there people that are in not great shape otherwise yes you could make it otherwise yes yeah a uh, like a lamborghini meets that's an interesting crossover a lamborghini ambulance lamborghini with a hot with a i was about to say a hospital but an ambulance a covid resuscitation sports say that'd car. be kind of like um lamborghini suv which i saw yeah yesterday i saw one on i saw one on saturday I saw one yesterday and it was the first one i've seen uh on the road i saw one at the auto show Same. but it was the first one i seen on the road it was all black Same. sounded good was it driven by two bald guys two bald white guys with like a small old chihuahua like dog in the passenger seat yeah i got a good look of them i don't know i can't remember i was like we were on the highway but there's a black car black wheels yeah. License plate. 
<laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know the license. It could, it could have been the same car, to be honest. I saw uh, this it would have been like last near Burlington. Oh, uh, no, this would have been last night around like between 8 and 9, 9.30 oh, or something. So probably, maybe not. I don't know. Who, Who knows? knows? Maybe it'd be I saw that Inception, if it was. and I saw a BMW i8. Oh, really? And I don't think I've seen one of those yeah. in person. No, I have seen one. Yeah, I've seen one in person. Seen a couple. There's a couple of people on my street, or they move now, but there's a guy in the With stone an I-8, really? farther up my street that used to have an I-8. Yeah. They're pretty interesting. They're pretty wild. It's cool to look at. They're pretty, they're pretty out sure. there. I remember I, I used to be obsessed with it, but now I think I've kind of Yeah, you were obsessed a little with, bit. with the I-8. I was like, I'm going to buy an I-8. That's going to be my thing. And then I bought a drone instead because it was better better purchase looks cooler better bang for the buck i think probably yeah use the drone to get footage of an i8 <laughs> there we go until you can afford boom an I8. until i can afford said vehicle and if you want to tell us what your favorite sports car or your favorite vehicle is let zach know because zach cares a lot i care less than zach but i i care, I care a lot yeah and don't just tell me what your favorite is tell me why Mm, justify. justify why you know and if that's a tough thing if you, justify yeah and if you also agree with dylan that the mp4-12 c is better designed what an outrageous statement than the p1 uh feel free to let me <laughs> let me know why you agree with him or why you agree with me it could be a very tenacious debate. That the P1 is actually better design. No, honestly, they're both great design, but the P1's cooler. Um, it's it's more fair. angry, more angry looking. It is more angry yes. looking. More aggressive. I to, I prefer to be the sophisticated gentleman of the MP4. Fair, fair. Yeah, that's that's my only justification. So send us an email hi dot the process podcast at gmail dot com, Zach. What's our Instagram? It is the process underscore underscore podcast. That's double underscore. Beautiful. And there you can see pictures of our sketches, some snippets from the show, cool IGTV videos of us buying sketchbooks, doing cool things. Yeah. It's going to be even more cool videos on there eventually. Can't wait. Once we do more cool things. Can't wait. And yeah, I uh, think that's all for me. Yep my brain's about pretty much run dry i got my first car design episode in there so i'm happy yeah you did hell yeah one in one in 30 is pretty one pretty in 30 is not bad it's pretty good That's, frequency. i'm happy one in 30 is good it's like a 3.3 percentage rate i think someone's opening plastic packaging outside my door and it's very obnoxious nice. yeah, real obnoxious so ladies and gentlemen we're gonna cut this one and we'll be back tomorrow to grace your ear holes mm. with our sweet succulent lack of knowledge <laughs> and quality <laughs> <laughs> yes lack of knowledge and for sure absolute quality banter mm. so thank you for sticking around thank you and we really appreciate you a lot, a lot. Very, very, much. very much this is a very intimate moment that we're sharing with you so if you're listening then I'd like you to put your hand on your heart just just say you're welcome because I'm saying thank you to you <laughs> so I say thank you and there he was where you were supposed I'm to a say little, I'm a little welcome. lost but yes 
Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I was going on a little rant. All right, everybody. We'll be back. Peace.